Do something with Max, not even like... <laughs> On. <laughs> <laughs> oh my days. Okay, right. How's everyone? Everyone good? Yeah, all is good. That's so, good. I heard a snippet of like, happy birthday or happy belated. Yeah, so I was out last night, but I'm, I'm good. <laughs> That's good. We get the, the conversations are better when everyone's like hammered. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, that's good. Alright, cool. Um, Alright, let me just start off with... Okay, well, well I've been recording, so I've got everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, alright, cool. So, how are we going to do it? Ash, should we intro or should we just like, just flow the conversation and then we just do our thing? It's just flow. Yeah, ma'am. Thank you for joining us today. No worries, thank you. So tell us... So tell us a little bit about yourself. Right. Um, obviously, it was my birthday. I'm not going to disclose my age. Um, <laughs> but yeah, married, got two children, um, based up in Stockport, which is just like on the outskirts of Manchester City Centre. Um, mad, mad football fan. Mm. United. Mm. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, yeah, just love football from an early age, you know. Grew up in an area that there wasn't many kids of my age, mm. so I was forced to play with my older brother and his mates, mm. and that's where it started for the love of football. Um, not that I didn't have a choice, I just literally, naturally enjoyed it. Enjoyed playing, enjoyed watching, and it was all street football. You mm. know, I've done a post about it, there's nothing quite like street football. It's the best way to learn, you know, with your Casey that's been stripped down. Mm. And, uh, yeah, good times. When you say you're a United fan, are you, like, both the girls and the women? I am, but I've got to be honest with you. I live a lot closer to Manchester City's Women's Stadium. I literally live about a 10-minute drive. Okay. Um, And this is not good, is it? So, I do, I go to City's Women's quite a lot for the reason that the stadium, it's, like, free parking. Oh, Okay. When you get into the stadium, it's on the academy side. So they have the academy side. There's a bridge going over to the main stadium. Mm. Um, you get in there, uh, refreshments, free of charge. Ooh. Okay. Um, so that's tea, coffee, water for the kids. And then when you're like at half time, they do all these giveaways for the kids. So it's not branded. So they just have like the city t-shirts or the city hats, city scarves. I'm giving them out to the kids. The, the way that they handle it, is unreal mm. now ask me if i do anything with manchester city men's and it's like ah, ah. but <laughs> but the way that it is there is honestly the way they hold themselves as a club for the women's team for the fans is absolutely unreal but you know what they I'm, I'm pretty sure they've been that like been like that for like years now no yeah. no the, i mean they have it's the practice it's everything about it you know you don't feel like you're in an academy stadium when you're there mm. you know the way that it's just it's it's brilliant so lee village don't get me wrong is amazing but for me it's a 40 minute drive mm. do you know um old trafford for us from here is about 20 30 minutes at okay. the most if traffic's bad but it's just a bit of a nightmare to get to mm. obviously the stadium's not as nice but we haven't had the investment that city women have had of course, and um, that's been like that for years. I I think I remember hearing about Man United women when when we was at sixteen, seventeen, but like they weren't like in the like they weren't in like the WSL. They weren't even in yeah. Championship. 
they were yeah, just like yeah. a, not a Sunday league, but just a bit like a national league. But there weren't no national league at the time. No. And no. then like I think what was it like a couple like what do you say like the last three four years that's when funding started coming through. Yeah, and it shows you know, mm. and but it's the way they look after the fans. That's what I love about them. So obviously with living so close as well, like all the local schools and stuff that they do, mm. you know, can't, can't give them enough credit at all. Um, smashing it. It's so, so interesting you say that. Sorry? The Manchester City's winning you over then, yeah? It is on the women's <laughs> side, definitely. The way, from a fan's point of view, the way they mm. treat the fans, 100%. Um, players who aren't even on the sub bench, you know, you've been sat there and like Georgia Stanway have walked past you. Mm. and not even thought twice all the kids are round her and you know what they were brilliant Alana Kennedy was another one mm. just walking out and walking around some subs you know it's just it, it it's a nice feel live at the club so credit City and credit where due that's, um, that's amazing and that's for me a United fan it's all about the inclusion it's when they actually make it you know give that kind of personal experience to the fans and just keep you you know yeah yeah, no, definitely. It, it is, like I say, it's good. They have stuff on at um, half time as well where the kids can go and do a kick about. And yeah, it's mega. That's good. That's good. So, you, when did you, did you start playing football as a kid? What age? Yeah, so it was about, I would say it was probably about seven or eight. Because um, obviously at that time, you, I'm showing my age now, but you could play out. There's no either, you know. So, it was a case of I either went and played with my brother. I was sat on the side of the curb on my own. So, yeah, it started from there. I, I was all right. You know, I could manage myself against lads that were four years older than me, you know. So it was good. So I ended up um, kind of, you go to primary school. And at that point, like in the 80s, girls weren't playing football in the playground, mm. you know, just wasn't seen at all. Um, got into junior school and... A kind of inclusion started then. There was a group of lads that I, I had a bit of a kick about. And it was like, hang on a minute, she's all right. So they started to involve me in the games. Mm. Um, unfortunately, football team, we had a team at school, but it just wasn't even thought about, you know. Mm. So I had to make do with playing wing defence on uh, netball, <laughs> which I was I was a bit tall and dangly, so it went down the street. <laughs> um but yeah, like at dinner times, break times, my priority was dinner out and let's get playing. Um, we had a we had a lad who used to organise tournaments, you know, through the week, mm-hmm. and it was it was brilliant. Loved it. Loved the fact of being included. Um, I was a bit of a tomboy, but I had my girlfriends as well. Mm-hmm. But they never judged me. I never got any grief for it off my friends, so that was cool. Um, ended up going to secondary school, and then it was just like, hang on a minute girls do not play football in the early 90s, you know, none of my mates, um, like, it'd be one of them if the ball come over, you'd do a few kick-ups and kick it back, and the lads were like, oh, hang on a minute, you know, <laughs> so if there was anything going on at, like, PE where I could get involved with a ball with a lad, I used to, mm. and they, again, I was never judged, um, there was a girl in the air above me that played, and then there was a girl who turned up a year below me, who also played. And Stockport County ended up coming in um, to do some after-school football with girls only. And it was just like, wow. Yeah. Loved it. This was like my time to shine. Um, I'll never forget it. Putting a crossing in to the trainer and he just looked at me. He said, I don't want you. 
and it was just so three of us got picked and we went on then to play at county but I say we went on to play at county we trained at a cricket pitch <laughs> you know it was just but to me it was everything mm. because we didn't have the joy of anything else um so the two girls that came with me, Jane, I actually bumped into her last night. Um, and the other one was Amanda Barr, who went on to play for England. Mm. So she kind of smashed it for Stockport for us. Um, but yeah, it was just like, it was amazing. You know, I didn't care whether I was playing. I got given a full kit, which I've never had before. Um, I was training on a cricket ground. I didn't care. Because it was, it was just being able to be in that space. Yeah, yeah, I'm not judged as well. Do you know, no people looking at like when I was in PE. Yeah, I could kick a ball, and you'd be thinking, "Who does she think she?" Do you know there was none of that? Mm. You said before about inclusion, and that's what it was. I was included, and it was just girls. You know, it was absolutely unreal. That's so good that a space like that opened up for you. You know, that opportunity. Yeah, it was. So then what happened? Was you with that team for a long time? No, well, unfortunately, I mean, I, I, I played and then I started to find going out, you know, I, my mates started going out and that was it. I kind of backed off. Mm. Never lost the love of football. You know, if there was ever a chance of me kicking a ball about, I still did it, mm. but I wasn't included in the team. Um, and looking back now, I just want to kick myself because what a fool. But it's led me the path now to where I am because I went into sportswear. So I worked for a massive retailer um, for many years, kind of learning the trade, you know. I was up and down the UK doing shop fits and then on the other side, helping with product knowledge, you know. So I got to learn my trade that way. And then I went to work for some big sports brands, um, the Adidas Group being one. Um, That's amazing. Canterbury, New Zealand, learning, just listening all the time, like sponge taking everything in, you know, mm. about technology, what's going on. Like Canterbury, New Zealand, it sounds daft, but because they're a rugby brand, their thing was they wanted to create a shirt that didn't kind of rip on the neck. Because mm-hmm. you think rugby players, just, everyone had the little old niche, Adidas, Predator, mm. you know, mm. Um it was just listening constantly, sponging it up. And I knew I always wanted to do this brand, but it was just how and when. Because obviously, you know yourself, you, you've got you've got to invest. Where was that money coming from? Mm. I didn't want to be owing to other people. Mm. So I think it, it's, it's taken about 20 years to get to this point. You know, never lost my love of football. Um, watching... Um, I, I go to Stockport County quite a lot. They've just been pushed up to, uh, I think it's the, oh, this is how bad it is, the National Vanarama uh, League. Mm. So I was there on the day they got promoted. Do you know what? Because I grew up on the road opposite Stockport County. Oh, wow. You know, so that's my local team, but then obviously you've got United. Um, yeah. So I kind of went that far then, and then there came a point where I wanted to get back involved in football. Mm. So local, the lad, my lad plays for a team, but they have no girls. They had, sorry, they had two girls that played in mixed teams, but mm. they were getting approached a lot. Mm. So I said, I'll do it. You know, didn't think it'd take off. And four years later, we're absolutely smashing it. Yeah. And that was it then. That was the click. That's what it took for soccer girls then. Wow. Wow. So obviously you create the clothing 
So is this just open to everyone, just or girls? To be honest, it's a girl, it's a girls brand for the reasoning of when I was doing my coaching. Do you know when you give when you sign up to our club, even if the kids aren't in a team, you get a training kit, mm. top shorts and socks. You give that training kit over to a kid, and it's like they want to go and get changed. The little face are running off with this bag with all the kit in, mm. and it was just yes. like. Yeah, yeah, we've all been there. I Honestly. did it with Kelsey, you know, absolutely buzzing, running to the car, stripping off in the car, and back on the pitch five minutes later with this kit, mm. proud as punch they are. And that gave me the buzz, you know. Mm. And the thought of seeing a kid doing that in something that I've created, that's when it started to roll them. Mm. No, it's a lovely feeling when you get a kit, you know. Obviously, like, everyone's going to be in unison, yeah, so it's just you're feeling like you know it's just a gift. It is, and it's that inclusion. Do you know it's the third time we've used, it and it is the part of a team. Mm. You know, um, I have from like five year olds all the way up to I think the oldest is about thirteen or fourteen, mm. and I don't care how old they are, they still get that buzz when you hand over. I remember the first day I got my first kit. Oh my days! I was oh. I was so. I promise you, this might be nasty, but I didn't even wash it. I just kept wearing it, kept wearing it, kept wearing it. Yeah, but it's just that part in it, it's that buzz. Yeah. You know, so kind of now put yourself in my shoes. I've had that. Yeah. I get it now. I've had girls get my stuff off me mm. and get changed. And they're all, and I'm like, not that I'm a emotional, I'm not massively emotional, but it does, it gets to me. You know, yeah. you see them, they've it. got me tops on, they've got me grip socks on, and they're there training. And as a kid I, as well, yeah. Go on, go on, Ash. It must, it must feel even, you know, more meaningful to you because, like you said, this is your brand. This is something you've created, opportunity you've created, and you've designed it. And yeah. it's, you're making little girls and whoever's older feel so great within themselves. Yeah, it is. It's amazing, you know. It's just, it's, as much as they get the buzz getting the new gear now, I get it as well. Mm-hmm. So it's all good. All good. So when you say your girls, so is this your teams? How many teams do you have? Yeah, so it's Reddish Villa, uh, Mm. but we've named the girls the Reddish Villarettes. So we started off, I think it was about six six girls on the first session. And I think we're at over 70 now. Whoa. Um, So, yeah, all these, I mean, it's just, it's amazing. Um, I'm a great believer that, yeah, love football, but for me, it's about... um, Getting confident, building the confidence up, mm-hmm. self-esteem, and building friendships. Mm. And then at the end of it, if they're good at football, we're winning. You know, mm. I've still got my mates from when I was playing. You know, it's it's getting that confidence. There's a lot of kids that come that aren't confident. I, mean, I had a girl that wouldn't speak. I, she, I didn't even know her name, <laughs> you know. And her name was Poppy, but I'm looking at her and I'm saying, listen, I need to be able to shout you. I said, do you like Peppa Pig? And she just nods, and that's it now. She's like, she's been with me now for years. She's still known as Pepper. <laughs> she talks, she talks now, but she's still known as Pepper. You know, it's, and it's stuff like that. I've seen her grow from this kid that didn't talk mm. to now she's unreal and she's playing in a boys' league. Wow. So I'm a great believer. I, for me, definitely up until the age of under 10s, I put all my girls in a lads' league. Oh, wow. Um, so it's, it, why why not are they sorry at that young age are you is it are those leagues allowed to have like that unisex 
Yes, as well. Yeah. Right. So the league that I put them in, there was um, unisex teams. Mm. And then we was the very first all-girl team. Oh, wow. Okay. And you should have seen when we walked in that first time. Mm. Kids didn't notice it. Parents, the nudges, the whispers, you know, and the dads were worse. Of Those course. were the worst ones. Yeah. Um, we've had we've had some issues where we've had coaches telling the lads off at half time because they're getting beat off girls. We've had comments of dads, come on, you're playing against a bunch of girls, you know. And then I think it was within about two or three months, another old girls uh, team joined from another football team yeah. and it was mega so that was a good and we actually played them mm-hmm. so it was the first all-girl football match in this league ever wow. and that was mega no nah, that's that's that amazing oh my god yeah. it was um so we're, we're pretty standard now i think we've i don't know if we've got five or six teams playing um in all lads leagues and then the older ones now they've gone into the girls league and yeah. they play under 12s um, but yeah, just unreal. The some of the stories of the kids that I've got, you know, kids that weren't confident, didn't have many friends that are now blooming. Mm. Um, I've got one girl that wasn't very confident at all, she was quite timid, and she's now playing in defence in a mm. lads' league and smashing it. Because mm. she's got that confidence boost. Yeah. You know, all all it has taken a bit of time, but we got there, you know. That's good. That's There's so many good things because obviously, you know, you first of all, you humbles a lot of dads. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Oh, that's the best. I don't like to say that it's sexist, but you know, it's it's. And thankful that the kids didn't hear any of it. You know, it was for us. It's more parents. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. They're gonna come up against this in life. At school, there's gonna be a boy that says something about a girl. You get to work. It's going to be the same. You're going to be on a night out. It's going to be the same. It's true. So it's making it strong and tough from early, really. You know, like you're going to be judged anywhere in life, but they've yeah. grown them. And obviously, you started to trend another girls' team joining in and playing. Yeah, which was amazing. But I really do love the idea that the girls do play with boys because, end of the day, like we say it's a sport for everyone. So let's keep it mixed. These girls also learn to be strong from early because you're going to have be against strong boys. Yeah. They're just going to be ready and ready, you know? That's what I mean. I think, I mean, for me, it's like at first, they were like, I don't want to play in the boys' league. I don't want to play against boys. What's different? I sat them all down and said, what is different between them and you, apart from the obvious? Mm-hmm. Um, and they were, all, they were all like, nothing, you know? and they went out don't get me wrong it took us a few games to get into it, it took them but it was brilliant the first season we uh, won our final and the player on our team got player of the final as well oh, wow. so smashed mm. it that was a happy day mm. so you coached them as well then yeah at that point I did yeah um, and then, obviously, as it started getting bigger, I've kind of took a step back, and now we've got managers managing the teams. Because on the other hand, I've got my son who plays on the same day. I think in one season, I managed to get, like, five games mm. to see him. You know, I, I was losing. I was yeah. that kind of into my girls' football. I lost my way with him a bit. Mm. Um So, yeah, I, what I've done is now I take a step back. So I do the training and then at weekend, if I can get to a game, I can. Do you know? And like I say, there's five or six different teams. Yeah. And they're all smashing it. And the managers are doing amazing. 
Um, there's only there's myself and another girl who's girl managers, mm. but I'd love to get more in. Yeah, 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 100%. yeah, yeah. definitely. So, so talk to us about that like, soccer girls. So that tell yeah, us about yeah. the brand. Tell us, you know. Yeah. So obviously, start doing this. Start handing kits out. I thought, you know what, I want a bit of that. So, I think it was in January uh, this year. Mm-hmm. I started like just writing notes, making notes on my phone and stuff, and. And I thought, do you know what? So I worked out how much contacted factories, mm. a lot of people that I work with. Um, one thing that I've learned from being me is never ever burn your bridges. You do not know whether in football, work, whatever, personal, you're going to need somebody. Never ever burn your bridges. And this is what's got me where I am now because I've got people who've put me in contact with factories. Um, friend who builds websites um just range of people that have been fantastic started to work out how much i was going to need and thought you know what we're gonna have a dab at it and just went for it so obviously on the back of covid there was still quite a lot going on factories wise in the far east um so i wanted to launch in june but it ended up at the end of august so the website went live then um and just wanted to, my main priority was give that kid that buzz, you know, and also as well, what can I do for grassroots football for girls? Yeah. So when I was costing making all this product, I made sure that I put a pound in each item. So whether that's a pack of headbands or a hoodie, there's a pound in every item that's going to go back into grassroots. Oh. Wait, Thank as you. in like you was giving away that an actual that one pound in every item. It is. You know what? Some brands can't even give away 50p. No, no. honestly. <laughs> it's not. You know, you, you would be surprised. Off camera, we'll chat. I'll tell you about it. But you would be surprised at, like, the grip socks that I'm having made and, and the crew socks. Mm. I'm undercutting everybody. I'm also making good profit to the fact that I can donate one pound. Mm. And the feedback that I have had about these socks. Joe Chelsea Grimes? I can't say on camera what she said, but she really likes my socks. Wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, she was mega. She's like, love them. Absolutely love them. Um, grip socks, you know, and it's like these socks are made in the same factories as other brands. And we're talking worldwide brands. Wow. And it's like, why are you charging that? You know, so. Greed. Well, it does greed. Greed an addiction and they want to be bigger and better and bigger and better mm. and earn more money it's just constant for me if i can do this as a full-time job on my own i'm happy mm. yeah so we managed to get this pound in so i mean we've already i've only been going since the end of august i've already sponsored a football team wow. i've already managed to um we did like a race night for a football club and they asked companies, local companies, could you sponsor? Mm. I mean, I think it was £30, but it doesn't matter. Mm. Do you know, the money all goes back into the club buying cones and whatever else. Um, and then today I'm going down to Stockport County Ladies handing over warm-up top, uh, warm tops that we've sponsored. And I've done that with a local physio. Wow. Um, so we've gone in halves and we're handing them over today. So I'm at County at 2 o'clock. That's so exciting. that's yeah, amazing. It's just, it's just things like that, and for me, so Stockport County obviously holds something in my heart. It's the first club, and whatever I can do for them girls, I will do because they all still pay subs. 
Yeah. You know, and it's like, come on. Yeah. That's like but, that in grassroots though, and it's so annoying. Like, they're yeah. like, oh, £30 a month. Okay, but that's £30 less for my budget. <laughs> exactly. And £30 going now, do you know, I don't want to go on about what political, but what's going on now? Why should the first teams of, like, the other sex get what they get? And then, you know, so kind of, I went down to do a pop-up shop mm. and the more we was talking and I just, I said to my friend who runs his physio business, listen, are you up for it? And we'll go half. And she said, 100%. So she volunteers her time to be a physio on the side of the pitch. She only come down for a coffee to see me at the pop-up shop. She's ended up now, obviously, every home game, she's on the pitch with them. Um, and she's already picked up loads of things for some of the girls, you know. Wow. So, yeah, it's, it's stuff like that for me. I, I just can't wait to see these girls warming up with my brand on the back of the tops. Yeah. No, that's so good. That's so amazing. Like it's quite, wow. hearing this from you is kind of like it's very inspiring because like us creating this platform is like we we want to shine grassroots, but yeah, yeah. it's but it's just because there's no funding, and no. like everything is out of our own pockets. But at the end of the day, I don't think money even at the point money's not even in the equation. It's just making sure like we shed light on grassroots. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, like I say, it's just, I've got something else that's happening soon as well. Um, we're going to be releasing a limited edition grip sock, mm. but this one's going to have a bit of a twist on it. So, I mean, we only confirmed it yesterday, but unfortunately I lost my father-in-law 12 weeks ago for a brain tumour. And I was on Instagram the other day and there's a girl who's bought a few items off me. And she posted that she'd had a brain tumour two years ago removed. This kid now is playing at high level. I was just like, oh, my God. Not when it shows you the scars, she, it really hit me. Mm. So I got in touch with my mum yesterday, not realising they're on holiday in the Canaries. So I dropped <laughs> them on a message, said, listen, can she get involved? So it was my father-in-law's favourite colour, pink. Mm. You know, he was the first man that I ever wore that I ever saw wearing pink, always stuck in my mind. So we're going to do it limited edition, 50 pairs. We're going to get Freya on top of it, doing the modelling. We're going to blow, absolutely blow her up on social media. Mm-hmm. And we're going to donate, instead of putting the money towards grassroots for this one, we're going to donate it to the Brain Tumor Charity. Yeah. Um, so Freya does like running and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And her mum was telling me yesterday she's been gutted because she's not done anything this year. Do you know, to give back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And this is so, her chance, yeah. Yeah, so we're, we're going to do it. We're going to do it together. And like I say, get her blown up because mm. she's just, her story is unreal. Mm. Absolutely unreal. No, that's a great idea. Like, I love how much you're giving back to charity, you know. It's mm. not just grassroots. It's feeding into people's stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. It's, I mean, it's like I say, it's not something I'm going to be doing all the time. But mm-hmm. for Freya... Being a meta through soccer girl, being a customer, seeing this post, and then obviously with the my father-in-law, it just thought, do you know what, gonna do it. It's mm. we're gonna sort it. So hopefully, Scotland's in six weeks, fifty pairs. Once they're gone, they're gone, and we'll get that money. Mm. Oh, brain I'm out to be honest. Like I'm seeing a lot and hearing a lot about <clears throat> grip socks. Let's see in it. I'm tired of sliding around. <laughs> well. After A, drop me and me um, your address. I'll get you some sent over. 
because I'm, I'm no but what it is for me I can sell what I want on the internet I can tell you that this is the gold of the gold of the gold mm. grip socks try them and then drop me a message that's how confident I am yeah, that's right. amazing. Yeah. it's because you're confident in your own brand 100%. no it is I wouldn't put it on the market you know I had some um, I had some snoods made and quality was poor so they're not going out. Mm. Do you know, I'm, I'm not doing that. It's, so what I've been doing, to be fair, I've been just giving them out to kids. Mm. Uh, anyone buys anything off me, do you know, I'll pop them a couple over. Any kids that have been buying multiple off me, I've just been dropping them in. Mm. Um, I could sell them for a pound and make the money, but it's not about that for me, you know. My brand is so personal and the feedback that I've had has been amazing. I've trademarked it now because of some conversations that I've had. Yeah. So I need to be careful what products I'm putting on the market. If it's not good enough, if I won't wear it, it's not going. Yeah. There we go. There we go. See all the integrity you have. You know, it's about the quality for you, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. I wouldn't wear it. You know, I'm a, I don't mind saying to you, I, I wear a lot of brands, you know. But when you work within the clothing business and you see someone walking around with a £500 hoodie on, and I'm thinking, you haven't got a clue. <laughs> oh, you haven't. Oh, man, it's ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> My daughter's just paid um, £850 for a new coat. So you can imagine what coat it is. It's a puffer. And it, yeah. And I'm just looking. I, I know it is. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, I was at a business, an independent clothing brand for a while. And I saw him strip one down and he priced one up. Honestly. Yeah. That, yeah. Absolute. <laughs> no, at this age for me, I can't, I'm not doing these big brands, I'm not doing this waste of money. No, honestly. The product is worth it because, you know, you really make me comfortable and it just, you know, better for the environment than yeah. they. No. No, like I say, I mean, it, the quality's got to be there, but I know the quality doesn't have to cost what it costs. Yeah. My hoodies, I've got people that have taken my women's hoodies off me, selling them at £45, and these other brands that are selling the same material standard, 100, 150. And that's like a, a, well over a thousand pound profit, isn't it? Profit margin, like it's, it's... Yeah, exactly, <sighs> exactly. See, that's crazy to me because it's like, it normally would be the other way around because you are independent and like working alone. Yeah. You charge that much in order to help fund yourself to grow. Whereas yeah. they're big already. And the fact that they're charging that high. Yeah, but they can. You get the right, it's all about social media. It's all about influencers. Mm. You get the right people pumping that product. Then. And you can blow something up quick. Mm. Um, again, it's due to the contacts that I've got, you know, it's that are helping me out, be yeah. able to do this. You know, I'm thinking, would I pay 45 quid for a hoodie? But once you touch and feel it, yeah. I'd probably, I'd probably pay 70 at a push. But I'm not about that. Mm. You know, it's it's testing the waters. I mean, it's like the training t-shirts I've got. Absolute again, mega. I'm blowing myself up, but they are the twenty three fifty. They're recycled from water bottles. Mm. They're like, you know, if you put that on the market as a big brand, I bet you'd be charging £30, £35. I'm still making good profit and still being able to donate back to grassroots. Damn. Are you full-time soccer girls? No, not yet. But mm. I'm, I've kind of... I'm a bit of a bull in the china shop. 
Mm-hmm. Always have been uh, since a very early age. And with this, it's all about the control of slow down, let's slowly build. You know, it's all, it's got, everything's got to be organic for me. Yeah. You see people with 100,000 followers and they've only been live for three months. No, you've been buying. You know, it's not about that. I just <laughs> want to grow naturally organic yeah. and people who follow me is because they want to they're mm. interested you know and like i say we're getting the feedback but i do a lot of pop-up shops you know where i attend grassroots training sessions and what we'll do is we'll put a pack together maybe headband bobble pair of grip socks for trainer of the night mm. um and then once people come over and they start feeling the products then that's when it starts to flow yeah and, and that's the way it's a lot of work. I work full time. I've got two kids. Obviously, I've got the house. Um, I could be out three times a week, some nights, some mm. weeks. But it, this is going to work, mm. and you've got to get on with it. Yeah, that's great. Oh, I believe in it, honestly. Yeah, I love that. We're definitely growing organically. Yeah. Mm. So, so, all right. So, what is like your, I guess, your goals or? your outlook for soccer girls like where, where do you see yourself in like 10 years wow um it's two ways this can go at the minute so it could have a blow up and i could create a big company get the staff and everything else mm. or someone's going to come in and say listen love your brand can we buy your trade name mm. so it is what it is but for me soccer girls so personal i get to pick the products get to pick the color mm. I talk to the factories. If I'm not happy with a product, you know, if that was, I got something like a product person, mm. would they have put them snoods on the market? Probably. True. Yeah. You know, I've got full control of this yeah. at the minute. Um, so for me now, it's a, it's a slow walk. We're going to build the brand organic. We're going to expand our product range by, I'm not going into all these waterproof coats. I mean, you sell waterproof. Is it waterproof? <laughs> no, not really. So exactly. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not getting into that. So we stick to what girls want. The only one thing I do definitely want to add is maybe looking at warm-up tops and looking at shorts. Mm. Um, but stick to the core products. Too many people try to grow too fast. Too many products and too many colours. Do you know? You just... And that's when things start to crumble because you're not selling as quick as you're putting new products out. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just going to slowly grow the business. Mm. We're going to st- carry on visiting as many grassroots people as we can, carry on donating as much as we can. I will even go as far to say, listen, in six months, we might put a post out and say, there's money in the grassroots pot. What do you want? If a kid gets in touch with me and says, I want some new footy boots, right, come on, we'll go Manchester. Mm. you know that's what we're going to do it's not about and i'm i'm not bothered about putting it on the internet that we bought sam sammy over there some new football it's not about that but we will do what we can you know drop Mm. us a dm and we'll do it that way but at the minute the stuff that we have given out is because of stuff that i've seen when i've been out and about doing pop-up shops Mm. um but that's priority for me Okay. Are there um, any brands you'd like to collaborate with? Doesn't necessarily have to be a sports brand. Um, Even with Manchester City, do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, to be honest, do you know what I'd love to do? A grassroots football team. 
So obviously you've got all your big bands, brands, Joma, um, Hummel and that. They, they tend to do the grassroots. I would love for a football club to say to me and say, listen, we want our, all our girls' football teams in Soccer Girl. Mm. That would be for me to collaborate with a grassroots football club. Are there a lot around your area? Yeah, we're quite lucky and it's growing. It is really growing. Um, we've... I'm trying to think now. One, two. There is, there's a lot. But again, there's still a lot of girls playing in mixed teams around here. Ah, so it's not a bit like London where, you know, London, there's, lo there's loads of leagues and there's loads of teams for, like, girls and women's football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, in the... Is it, like, Stop... Is it, is it Staffordshire, is it called? Your, your county? Stockport. Stockport. So we're literally on the edge. I drive five minutes and I'm in Manchester. Ah. So we're that close to Manchester City Centre, you know? Um, they, they did set up the fan zone do you know for the Euros in Manchester City Centre so that was massive oh. so what they did is is it the box you've got down in London where mm. you can go and watch a football oh that box park like, yeah so it's, it was a bit like that they set it up oh. in the centre of Manchester City Centre in Piccadilly Gardens and you could go and watch a football and they had all activities on so mm. that was mega you know so it's coming. It really is coming. And it, people, we've just got to grab it with two hands. Yeah. Mm, okay. No, that sounds good. No, I love that. See, like, even just throwing again your core values. Yeah, it is. It's 100%. Um, but just going back to one of my proudest moments as well, actually. We've got... Um, we don't have a lot of girls that are, like, ambassadors. So what I did was I picked three girls... Mm. On three different levels, we had a grassroots player, we had an academy player for United, and then a girl who just loves football. Mm. And one of them kids the other week, her mum dropped me a message to say she was at City's women game, and um, she saw soccer girls. There was kids wearing soccer girls. Wow. That, that was good. Because I go to them man. games, and I see other independent football brands mm. of girls, and it was like, oh, my God. You know... That made me, that that's made me really yeah, happy. Amazing, oh my so yeah. your becoming recognisable. Yeah, and the fact that she, the girl who saw it as well, Lola, was one of the models on the website. Mm. I, I said to her, Mum, did you, did you not tell her to say, do you know, like, do you know who I am? Get <laughs> and enjoy it. You know, take it on the chin. Um, but no, it's just, it's, it's like that mm. for me. I'm not paying for models. You mm. know, these, these models don't know football. So when we did the photo shoot, it was mega. We had uh, we just literally went on a park. Because mm. what kids, when you was younger, it was either in the cage or you was on the street. Yeah. yeah. Yeah? So we went to the cage in the local park and then we went down to a tunnel that was all graffitied and we did the photo shoot there. Um, and like I say, we've got Lola who's grassroots, but she literally lives and breathes football. Mm. Um, we've got Eva, who is an academy player. She's at United. Absolutely unreal. Mm. Need to put money on it. She will play for England. Mm. I'm that confident. Um, and then we've got Aisha, who's 14, who just loves football. Mm. You know, so it's that three different levels of, of course. Yeah. So that was that was an amazing day. I, I even got Amanda down to was talking to you about fun. I said to her, "Listen, you got to get on the photo shoot." Um, so like, she went on to play. She was one of the early. She actually went down to Wembley. Do you know the USA game? Okay. She was she was one of them that was honoured, um, oh. but she still classed as Stockport's second best footballer. 
<laughs> why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, so we got her on the photo shoot as well. So that gives the girls a bit of a buzz. Like, God, mm. yeah, we can we can do this. Yeah, yeah. You know, she took time and had a bit of a chat with them. And yeah, it was good. Wow. Okay. Where am I So obviously, like with social media and all the apps and stuff, like, yeah marketing and you're saying how like you know you come with your goodie bags just let people have that feel but how are you competing with other brands online like if you've got a tiktok well my daughter she works for an independent clothing business she's only 17 um and she manages their tiktok okay that's good she's been doing it for a few months now mum is still waiting <laughs> it must some time she's yeah, asking well, for I'll... a paycheck that's it exactly <laughs> Listen, I've had a lot to do with her, so she needs to give it back. Yeah. Um, but no, at the minute, we're kind of, we're very active. Facebook, Insta, Twitter. Mm. Um, TikTok's definitely, we've got to get there because that now is where the kids are going to. Yeah, yeah. You know, TikTok is massive. So it will come, but yet again, I'm not willing to pull it out there till it's fully understood. Yeah, true. What it means to the brand, you know, I could do it now, this afternoon, sat on the t- sat here watching a bit of footy, put a few pictures, but it's not going to be consistent. Mm. Nothing is going out with soccer girls until it's spot on. Um, Instagram is the one that we're getting a lot off. Mm. Hell of a lot on there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just social media is so important now. Yeah. Which is, it's sad in one way. You know, because I was at a concert on Friday night and it was just people, you know, still listening to me, they were just doing all the phones. Um, but then what did I do? I went home, hashtagged Dean Lewis, and then I'm there looking for all the videos. And I'm <laughs> <taking>. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, what's right and what's wrong, no. you know? Um, but it is, it's the way. So mm. to be honest, my interaction is pop-up shops and Instagram. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, that's good. That's Definitely. Good. Um, but we got involved a couple of weeks ago with the Her Game 2 movement. Have you mm. seen that? No, I haven't. I've no, that. so, yeah, have a look. It's called Her Game 2. Um, they've got a website, and what it is, it's all cl- football clubs, whether United, um, City, Rochdale, or a lower league club. Mm. And it's about women going watching football, feeling safe on the terraces. Mm. Do you know, because obviously, what are you doing here? What, what do you know about the offside? All that, them comments. Right. So every club has got an advocate and we got invited down to Rochdale Football Club. Oh, wow. Did a pop-up shop. They had all their younger girls' football teams mm. there. Um, they all got free tickets to go in and watch. And it was just literally about making women feel part of going and watching football. Wow. And so that... now. Yeah, there is. Honestly, it's... Have a look at the website. I think they do it for rugby as well, football. Mm. I'm sure there's another sport they do it for. Um, and I'd never heard of it until we got approached. Mm. And when I looked into it, it was just like, oh, my God. It was brilliant. How, how do you feel now about women's football? So, like, seeing it oh. from... Yeah, seeing it as from young to now, like... Oh, unreal. My Sundays kind of now consist of, like, my husband, he does grassroots football, and he'll say, I'm just going watching this team, like, from our club. I'm just going to stay here because City's on. <laughs> Do you know, and two years ago, you wouldn't have had that. No, no. Um, but, yeah, like, I'll watch mm-hmm. any women's games, whether it's Arsenal, 
mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, Chelsea, I'll watch any of them. That's amazing to hear because it's just that, um, you know, that stigma where like, oh, it's, there's only two games on or there's only three games on, but now we can actually see yeah. all games. Like, even if they yeah. might be on the FA player, and yes, we should have more like the men's do, but having two on anyway is like, it's the beginning. It's, yeah. It is, it's the start, you yeah. know, it's the foundation. Um, the only thing that did get on my nerves was this week, I couldn't manage to watch any of the um, European games. Because they're on a channel called um, Danzen. Uh, right, so is that YouTube? No, not so both YouTube and they've got their own, but because they're based in America, we we as like the UK citizens can't get access onto their oh, onto right. their like region. So you can only watch it on YouTube. But I think if you were to tap in, because I know Arsenal beat um, Leon five one. That's right. Yeah. Um, which was on which was on YouTube. So if you tap in like the European games. That you right. see that yeah yeah uh, what was it uh, what is it called Champions League Women's Champions yeah, League yeah 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 but you see, I mean that day though I was looking and I'm looking through the sports channels there was no reason for him not to be on yeah it's not it's not covered you know, but yeah. it's just it, it will I think it will come what it's going to take probably for us is an English team winning it yeah yeah and then maybe hopefully the UK's channels will start producing. But even then, I feel like it's still at like a small scale. They probably like would only show that one one game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or they probably might not even show it because the men's got BT Sports and they have Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursday night. That's their like that's their their their, their segments, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it'll come. It, it, I mean, to have it like it is at the minute is amazing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it is. It, we're getting there. We are getting there. Yeah. I mean, when I go to a, a women's football game up here, a WSL one, mm. you can see the growth in numbers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I bought tickets the other week for the uh, Manchester derby. So I've bought at the Etihad Stadium because mm. it's just with it being so close, mm. um, and it's like they've had to open up now extra sections. Mm. You know, and I'm gonna actually say out. I reckon United are going to smash them. United are yeah. absolutely on fire, on this, fire season. this season. Yeah, that at the top of the table, they're doing, honestly. But then I say that, but Man City, they're, even though they did lose to um, Aston Villa the week before, I feel like they just their heads were down and then like this week yeah. against, um, who did they play against? I mean, the, the other thing as well is the fact key members leave, haven't they? Key players, you know, yeah. they've got to rejoin themselves, they've got to get back together, get this new headspace, what's happening. Mm. But I think the confidence of uh, Russo and Toon at the minute mm. is just, for the confidence they've come back from the Euros with, it's just absolutely boosted them. Yeah. And Mary Earps is just absolutely unreal. Mm. It's true. For me, it's true. she was player of the tournament. Her so? and Keira, yeah, her and Kira <sighs> Walsh no, yeah, England, absolutely unreal. I think Georgia Stanway, man. I think she was amazing. I thought, whoa. Yeah, she angry little lady. <laughs> yeah, that's why I like her. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she is. But I love it. It's the, did you see her in the uh, highlights? There was some game last week, and she went in for a challenge. And when she's trying to get up, and she's she went over and saw the player that was all right. She's walking off with a limp. But my <laughs> God, that was some crunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, love no, it. Yeah. It's, you know, we now be as strong as the men. Let's go with some hard. Yeah. Well, it is. Why not? It's passion. Mm-hmm. You know, 
And I know it's last say she's an angry little. She's not. She's so passionate. Yeah. yeah um. But yeah, I'm at the minute. Even though I do go City probably more than I go United. City this season. Uh, United this season. Yeah, they are. They're doing amazing. Um, what was I gonna say? I was gonna say. I was gonna talk about. Um, Oh gosh, I forgot my head. Go on, Ashley can follow on, follow on me. I was gonna. What was I gonna talk about? <laughs> oh, I had so many things in my head. Like, was you out for my birthday last night? I yeah. think I'm out of you know. Other than Mary and um, Walsh, who else is your top like players mm. of all teams? Like, um, three. I, w- I, t- I can't go anywhere else than them. It's got to be Kira Walsh. Is just for me far far too underrated. Yeah, she doesn't get. No one gives her the kind of what's the word I'm looking for? Help me out, girls. Like credit, like or yeah, the yeah. credit that she's yeah. due at all. Mm. Um, again, um, Mary Earps, just my son's a goalkeeper, mm. so obviously he does a bit of one to one, then he play, he, he, he does his normal coaching, and to watch her, she's so like. When she catches the ball, you never see her kind of hot potatoes. Mm-hmm. Just mm. solid. Mm. She's got it, you know. Um, she's just on top of it. Do you, Absolutely on top. Do you feel like in the World Cup, this is what I was going to talk about, the World Cup, do you feel like within yeah. the World Cup she would have a bit of pressure? No. I think she's one of them. I mean, this girl was making TikToks all the way through yeah, the York Roads. <laughs> this girl is, I don't think Mary Earps, no. Because they've got a, they've got a, I say, you know, we were discussing it, discussing it with our other, our other partner Benny, and she was saying England's got an easy group. They got China, yeah. Denmark, the same. and then I think they said they whoever's going to be selected. But I'd say oh, I don't know. We, we say it's easy, but sometimes when you're on the game, it's like the tournament day. I feel like with tournaments, it's on the day. Yeah. But one thing I've noticed about England is they'll show up. One thing about England's women's team, exactly. they, especially yeah. in the Euros, they showed up. And so, for me. It's all about the manager's way that she is with them. She makes yeah. them feel at ease. She boosts the confidence. I think, was it in the Euros, Rachel Daly had a bit of a bad game? Yeah, yeah, she did. I think, it was it against Spain? Was I think. it Spain or... What's the team before... The team that actually challenged them before... Uh, and she was struggling against the players she was mark, was marking. And in the end, she come off. Was, was Spain and the semi-finals? I don't know. Can't remember. I can't remember, but I just remember mm. her saying for the next game when they went to have a look at the team who was going on, she was on the team sheet. And it's that confidence that the manager puts in them. Mm. Instead of dropping her, you had a you had a bad game, so what? Mm. Straight back on. And she smashed it for the rest of the tournament. Because mm. her head could have dropped if she got put on the bench after that one game, she, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And what what good does it do? You put, it's like, obviously, Harry Maguire at the minute. For me, yeah, he's playing rubbish. It's a, it's a massive, massive confidence thing with him. He's getting grief off the supporters. He's probably getting a bit of grief in the changing room. Mm. And the manager's not playing him. But is he a good player, though? <laughs> we, he, we know he's, he's not. not. He's not Walsh, is he? <laughs> no, I ain't a Walsh. <laughs> Do you get what I'm, where I'm coming from with it though? With the confidence thing. Yeah, yeah. It's you true. know, you're not helping him. You're not helping him. Where you look at what she did to Rachel Daly, just get straight back in it. I trust you. You've had a bad hour. Right. right. Get on it. 
And I think for her, it's going to be, this manager is going to see us through. She's going to be the one. This mentality that she's got is amazing. Yeah. I, well, yeah, we see it in the players because, you know, your managers... Well, it's cl- it's quite cliche to say, but, you know, your managers are the players. If your manager's confident, strong, then the players are going to be confident yeah. and strong. And they all seem dead happy, you know, like when you see them out and about and they're on the pitch or they're, doing a, they're being filmed off the training, mm. they're all happy, they're all smiling, you know. Mm. They've got a proper team feel. Yeah. So we just, like I say, we need to do it. Go in, smash. For me, it's Australia because I'll never... Was it in the uh, Olympics? Yeah. Yeah, right. we've got to get that over and done with. Sam Kerr's just got to get pushed. Um, And then we've also got to do the USA as well. Yeah. And you know what? Even though we've done them once... Yeah. There was none of that this time. (laughs) No, no, Um, there wasn't. I'll tell you what. Yeah, there'd be none of that on that score. But yeah, no, I'm um I'm excited to see how Indians do because you know with the I feel like with the Euros and the World Cup there's a different contrast because the yeah. World Cup now is international players you know we've got the best players internationally it's not like yeah, 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 within yeah. yeah so it's I'm quite keen obviously I'm gonna support my heritage I'm supporting Jamaica yeah. <laughs> you know I'm, I'm dying for them I'm dying for them to win. <laughs> But we've got a hard group, you know, we've got France and Brazil, so I don't know if we're even going to... I don't know. I mean, France, yeah. Brazil? <sighs> I don't know. France and Brazil's got a good team. Yeah. <laughs> <Listen>. <laughs> You'll be right. Don't worry. They're, they're all right. It's For me, it'd be France. But, again, it's all about the game day. Yeah, exactly. It's all about... And it's the mentality. Yeah. I mean, look at Ireland. Yeah. yeah. I think they're going to surprise us. Mm. The hunger is there. People are going to go into games with them and think, it's all right, it's only Ireland, it's the first World Cup. Nah. <laughs> they're going to underestimate them. What did the they, hunger. Um, what did they do? Because I saw um, on Sky Sports where the captain was apologising for what... There was a... Se- the Whatever song they were singing in the changing room was sectarian. So, obviously it kind of went down not great. Right, right. So it's... But, again, don't affect the football. You know, mm. what they're doing is... Right, that's fine. If they need to be dealt with, be dealt with. Yeah. Let's just concentrate on the football. True, true. Yeah, because the interview was quite a bit passive-aggressive on the captain saying... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I felt like... I, yeah. It's a I hard think one. maybe that... <laughs> It, it, it caught her off guard, didn't they? You know, it's like... She, I mean, how do we even know if this girl knew what was going on in the changing rooms if yeah. she was having an interview, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's... Like I say, I mean, it's that side of it. It, it, it frustrates me, you know. It's a shame that things like this take over football. Mm. We've got a lot of it in grassroots at the minute. Referees getting abused, you know. There's no respect. Um parents it's not just players abusing the refs it's parents mm. and it takes over the actual game so when there's been certain situations no one remembers the game we just go oh that was the game when billy's dad jumped on the pitch and yeah. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that was the game where ash beat up the girl <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so so yeah she's not saying much to that is she <laughs> 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 well, you know what for me is like I've, I've never had a fight or ever had a red card but 
ever. So if someone was to put their hands on me, unfortunately at that time it was self-defense. I had to. But was that when you were younger? No, that was last week. Last week. <laughs> 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 right, listen, don't, don't you be putting your hands up anymore. My way, my grip socks. But yeah, but oh, we didn't even do it. We didn't even do an intro. But um, but yeah. Oh, you've killed me there. Oh, we're back today with uh, boots and heels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Episode four with myself, MJ, and Ash, and we've got a special oh. guest today. Which is Abby from Soccer Girls. Her brand is amazing. I love the fact that you support the community within women's football and just, you know, being able to express what women's football means to you and the brand. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, yeah, Ashman. Yes. Oh my gosh, it's been amazing. Good. It's been great yes. to speak to you both. Yeah, honestly. I thought. I- I- Okay, wait, let, let me let me um stop recording so we can actually chat. <laughs> right. Are we done now? <laughs>